I don't want to say special guest because I feel like I say special guest for everybody. I want to say we got a pretty dope guest today. His name is Juice Brunt, local Baltimore rapper. We also got a Soleski at Soleski on Twitter. You can follow Juice Brunt at Juice Brunt Music on Twitter as well. Gotta look at your wet notes. <laughs> I know, dude. Good to be back. Juice, uh, I wanted to talk to you because I've, I've spent all day today listening to your full SoundCloud. And is that oh, your right full on. catalog or is that? It's like the majority of it. And it has a yeah. lot of like my most recent music on there. So okay. like the stuff that I'm like, the direction I'm really heading, like it's on there. That's what you're hearing. Dope. So how many, how many tracks would you say aren't on there that you just have unreleased? And get like, up, like get up, brand like, new right, ones. Yeah, put your mouth. I'd probably mouth say right. like four, four and a half. And then there's like always, I always have like three or four songs that I like I'm working on, but like they're not finished, you know. But I always like go back and try and touch up on them. But I have like three, like four complete songs that are like unreleased right now. That's dope. Yeah, dude. that's dope. No, your SoundCloud was sweet. I could really see like the progression because I at first I started listening. I started at the bottom, and I started with your oldest one. Yeah, and I was just always, working my way. I'm pretty sure that was. The um, I, I forget which one it was called. But uh, it was wild. It was like three years ago or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That's always. And I could really see. By the time I got to the end, I could like the improvement was in, it was it was noticeable. It was I appreciate tangible. It. it was it was cool. It. Yeah. it was dope. And you guys have how many songs have you guys done together? We've done two, and then yeah, we're two. about to start a brand new one. Yeah, I was just working on a beat today, and I sent it to Juice. Um, we sampled some song he had an idea for, and I made a beat out of it. This is the first one that like will have all been in the house. Like I produced it. And yeah. This will all be like both of ours. That's awesome. Oh, it's so you're, you're talking a whole album of beats you actually produced? Well, just yeah, yeah. Not an album. A we song, sampled, yeah. so it's uh, yeah. by Shet Faker called Talk Is Cheap. Dope. It's just like and a he, cool vibe. He so. sent me the song and had me listen to it, and I heard this like four bar saxophone riff, and I just decided to sample it and loop it throughout the entire song. That's and I dope, made, dude. I made a beat out of it, and then so now it's going to be like completely produced and made. That's the hardest shit about it. I, yeah. I, I, got, I was talking to you in Mexico about it, and I was saying like, man, when you're when you're producing the music behind you, it yeah. takes so much longer. Producing oh, takes yeah. absolutely like, way more time than yeah. it does to write a song. Like, I can write a song. Like, I'll be home one night, and I'll listen to a beat, and I could write a whole song in a night. It doesn't take a lot, but like when you have to sit on the fucking computer... And mix and match and do all this sound quality shit with a beat. Finally, mix down the beat. All you have, you've already written the song while you're doing that. Yeah. So it takes like no time after that. It's so much time producing a beat and getting it ready. Do you do any like beat making yourself, dude? I was actually you? like just thinking, like, I want to get into that, but I haven't. But what I've really been doing recently is just like focusing on the writing and just getting better as a rapper and kind of taking it step by step. Like, I mean, because ultimately I want to be able to make like what he's starting to do is like make a, an entire song and have it be mine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we- but I guess I was just taking it piece by piece. Like, and I've really been honing into the writing and like pushing myself with flow and like cadence and how I approach a song. And then kind of the next step. My goal by the end of the summer is to start to touch on that and start to like learn how to make beats and stuff like that. Who do you like? How do you even go about getting your beats? That's something I always wondered. You just, I mean, do you have it's are you so easy nowadays to be honest? Like, yeah. and you, when I first started rapping, like, I didn't really know the ins and outs of like leasing and like getting rights to beats and stuff yeah. like that. So, like, you know, you could just rip it off of YouTube and stuff like that and For use sure, it. But yeah. now, like, you know, I've, I've gotten more involved on SoundCloud and YouTube. So, like, there's a lot of like common like YouTube producers, like, you know, you can type in like NERs and, and then afterwards type in type beat, you know? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I guess like that's how it started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it started. And uh, 
But there's a few like main producers that kind of stuck out to me. So I started using their stuff. And then like, you know, we started talking like, you know, via email and like texting and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I noticed and, that you had, there were a couple like songs on there that seem to be produced by a lot of people. Yeah, there's just one like Luke White who actually mixes like all my music. So um, he produced the, the intro song to like uh, Breaking the Shell 2, which is like a free mixtape album project. That's the one our second song was on, right? Yeah. 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 And yeah, so, yeah. um, so yeah, he, uh, I just like really liked his style and approach. And he's like, yo, if you ever need me to like mix stuff, like I'll do it mad cheap. And like, you know, like how expensive mixing yeah, can be. Yeah, yeah, but he literally ridiculous. will mix and master one song for like $25. And it's like solid quality. Wow. Obviously, That's like awesome. it, there's always room for improvement, but like it What's sounds really good. What's this guy's really name good. again? Luke White? Luke White, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's something to consider. That's hard to find too. And somebody you know, who's quality at yeah. it, you know? Because like I can do like basic mixing, but I noticed like the stuff I'm putting out, like, it sounded good, but like I knew there was so much more room for it to sound even crisper yeah, and like yeah, more yeah, clean yeah. and clear. There's so many like weird tricks yeah. in like those yeah, programs that like if you just knew how to do them, it'd be so easy to do. Because like my my one friend Travis does uh, photography, so like I've seen him take a picture and then turn it into like a crazy cool looking picture, like right. just a plain looking picture, but turn it into something that looks like it was shot with like a fucking million dollar camera. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a couple clicks in Photoshop, and I was like, all right, I mean that looks easy enough. I could do that, but I don't remember how he did it. It's, right. a, it's an art in and of itself. It really is. It's or, a, it's an art completely outside. It's a science. It's more of a science. It I would really say. is. It's like mathematical. Yeah. Because when you think of, when you think about it, you think it's all creative when you try to make like music on the computer, like what Skrillex or Flume does. But then like you have to realize they know all the ins and outs of Adobe. It's like honing an instrument. Kind of, it's insane. Yeah. Like, it's so much yeah. shit to go into it. It's like its own yeah. language. That's how I kind of look at it too. Like I use Logic Pro, and it's just like. And there's limitless possibilities of how you can mix a song oh, yeah. or like, you know, whatever effects you want to put on your vocal. So it's like I kind of found this pocket, like a few like, you know, effects and like how I like to, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, what you I like what to works. put on my vocals. And then like I but r- what I'm doing right now is like it's I kind of made it easier for myself. So I just like track my raw vocals and make True. sure it's not clipping or anything. And then I send it to Luke and I'm like and he just asked me like how I want it. And then tight, he does dude. it for me for Mad Sheep. So, dude, I noticed I noticed it because I mean this is like a dumb observation, but like the way you format your titles, you do like something something parenthesis prod by, right. By the it's producer. a dope way of formatting it. Yeah, it, I honestly it got like my eye. I really did. I think I like, like I just saw some other artists do it, and like subconsciously, like it was yeah, just I've seen it in I've my mind when I was like uploading it on a SoundCloud, like, and it's just That's a tight. way to give them their props, you know, like just so like you're because like. You know, it's just like such a good way to connect. Like someone, I've had people hit me up. They're like, "Oh, you did a beat by him. Like you mm-hmm. rapped over a beat by him. Like, yo, let's collab and work." So it's just like, I don't know. It's just I've seen it like work to my advantage. So I just kept doing it, and That's but mainly to give them their credit, you know, what, for um, producing the beat. What video are you about to do with Scott? So this is a song. So I'm working on like I have a few projects in the works right now. I have like an individual like EP that's like slowly like moving along. But I'm doing a collaborative project with my buddy Alec Nieberlein. And yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, his rap name is Neebs. Yeah. So like basically the song we're recording a video to isn't on the project, but it's going to be our promotional tool, tool to like then promote and market. But this, this song hasn't been released yet at nah, all. Nah, nah. Okay, so you're going to release it with the video? Yeah. That's another thing I always wondered. Should you, I mean, just from a musical standpoint, because I've seen you do it where you release the video for Crazy. What, what was it? How long ago was the video for Crazy that just came out? Uh, the video for Crazy came out 
three days ago, and the song Crazy came out over a month ago. That was sweet. The video was cool. I like the Lock Raven visuals yeah. and shit like that. It matched it was, the vibe of the song. Like it really did. It Chucky, really did. Chucky filmed that music video. He's getting really good. There were that. actually a couple scenes in Clouded. I thought the only scene that didn't mix with the rest of it was the you and the snow in the woods scene. Mm -hmm. Not that it was a bad scene. I just thought like it, but when you use it for that song, it really fit. Yeah, with it. It I, was, th it was I thought that that was actually my idea, that snow scene. And then like when I saw it in it, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But no, I mean, he's, his editing's always been there, but his he's getting way, like he's filming for a lot of people now. He's making enough money off of music videos to where he's like, Contemplating just not. Well, working. I hit him up, dude. You got to tell him to come on the show, dude. That'd be sweet. Have you hit him up yet? Because I know you hit Laquan up. I hit Laquan up there. If you guys listen to this, dog, you're being, you're being flaky, bro. <laughs> you're being fucking flaky, dude. Hit me up. Wait, what happened? He's like, nah, nothing, nothing. They were just like, I'm like, yo, hit me back with what Thursdays you can do. It's like. You want to do tomorrow? I'm like, dude, tomorrow is Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit like that. I don't care. But when you guys get shit straight, hit me up. It'll be dope. Uh, anyway, dude. No, but yeah, Chucky would be a good person. He's like, he's very connected with a lot of people in Baltimore, and he's gotten so much better at filming to where he's get, making more connections. He's is. I'm glad he's my friend because I can get music videos for like. <laughs> fantastic quality because like, they get expensive man that they was the same so kind of deal with with, yeah. with me and scott honestly and and i mean scott you've done yeah so much work with scott albrecht by the way shouting out scott albrecht up in brooklyn right now that's crazy listening, man dude yeah all the way what up. a big Keep move he did i know right like, so pumped for him every, every time we did work together like we we mainly became friends through doing like videos together but like he, you could tell like how badly his ass wanted to be in New York City, oh, and yeah. like he was yeah. doing everything he could to get. Well, that's there. the other thing that that's. I mean, I, I always get in that debate with him, which is what's the right move. I, I mean, because he's in a way he's trying to do the same thing as we are. I mean, you're trying. I'm, I'm assuming you want you know music to be your career. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. I'm assuming you want the same thing. So I mean, he he's doing what he feels is the best move for what he's doing in in film and editing and you know whatever he's doing right now. I wonder, like, do you feel like you're going to have to get out of Baltimore anytime soon? Yeah, I mean, that's a move. Like, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of friends, like, they're in such a rush to kind of leave here and, like, go out <laughs> to the West. Like, I have some buddies, like, I mean, some of them went to school, like, out in Colorado, California, New York, whatever. But, like, my plan now is I finally decided, like, because right out of high school, I didn't go to school. Like, mm -hmm. I took a two-year break, and I just did, like, landscaping and, like, that summer after I graduated high school, I got signed to a label. So I was like, oh, shit, like music is oh, something really? I could... You got yeah. signed to a label? Yeah, I was with uh, Manta Ray Records. They're uh, like a oh, small dope. independent label yeah, yeah. like downtown. Yeah, like that. right by Micah is where oh, the studio cool. is. Yeah. So like My I had a distribution deal. Oh, really? Yeah, Doug Asio. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I, uh, I had like a small deal, like a nine-month deal with them. And um, they then, after that ended, they asked me to sign a two-year deal with them. But I just decided like I wanted to do things my own way and just kind of were they were they kind of taking a lot of the control away from you in a way um i don't think so i just like i don't know i remember like talking to my dad about it and i was like there's just something in my gut that is saying like yeah. don't do it and he's like yeah. you got to listen to that feeling and just it's like, not a terrible i mean just from what i've seen i feel like it's it's way more possible today i don't even think this is like anything like it's pretty you know obvious obvious but it's way more possible today to make it without you don't really need a deal yeah. anymore no. it helps so much, it yeah. absolutely helps for sure but it, you, i don't think you need it if I you mean, can cultivate like a good team and people yeah. who like 
support your movement and like are willing to put in the work yet. Like, I mean, look at Chance. You know, it's actually interesting. I was watching, uh, I wasn't watching anything. I was looking at some like statistic and it said that Macklemore's thrift shop, uh, when it hit number one, was the first number one hit by an independent. Yeah. Like yeah, he's another example. Since 1984, dude. Wow, really? 1984 was like almost 30 years. That's wild. what was the song that hit number one? Do you know? Uh, in 84, I'm not sure. So like, Prince. I'm not sure. If anybody's listening and wants to look that up, look up what the independent uh, number one hit in 1980 something was. I don't think it would be Prince. Was Prince? But then, I don't think then he was independent. Thing, then he did it again with "Can't Hold Us," and then he Fetty Wap did it. To get out of Fetty Wap, exactly. Fetty Wap was it? a trap. Fetty Wap did it. So you got like, I mean, like Wait, it was that oh, long in rapid succession. That was the next one after Thrift Shop. I thought there was like an. I thought Chance had one. Chance the rapper had a number one. hit? Actually, no. That, There's he, no way. He's only so, just yeah. become mainstream. Like I don't when Acid heard, Rap was yeah. out, he wasn't big. Yeah. Well, I but, don't know. That um Juice song was pretty big. So was um know. favorite song with Childish Gambino. Juice, yeah. But Childish yeah. Gambino actually actually got him famous. Nobody knows that. But like no, yeah, he did, yeah. Ch- uh, Childish Gambino it got found Chance famous? Chance. I can see that. Well, I mean Chance Childish had, Gambino Chance like hung out with all this Chicago yeah, dudes. Yeah, 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 cuz Chance found uh yeah, Chance had dropped 10 Day, which had got him like good buzz like but you would only know about him if you were really into hip hop. And then Childish Gambino found him and took him on tour as an opener. And then, like, that got him so much fame. And by the time, you know, he came back around, he dropped acid rap. He was able to get, like, Action Bronson and Childish Gambino and Absol on. It is, weird how, it is weird how those, like, cities just, just like, whole cities just all of a sudden they yeah, blow Chicago, up. Chicago, yeah, yeah. LA. You know, like, Toronto did Chicago, it. Chicago, I mean, Toronto, obviously. Atlanta, New York, and that's LA. Why, that's I feel like why Baltimore's the only one that hasn't done that That's yet. why I always get in that fucking conversation with Scott. I'm like, dude, I don't necessarily, I mean, maybe it's different for, you know, with film and music, but, like, Baltimore, I almost feel like it's due. I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel like people have this idea it's that definitely it's, it due can't for be it. done. It's due for it, but I don't think you can do it by coming out of Baltimore. I think you'd have to go to New York, get the fame, and then bring it back to Baltimore. Because when anyone's came out of Baltimore, they've always just been like, fuck, I can't believe I just came out of Baltimore. This is me. I'm keeping it to uh, myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think the city just needs more people in it. And, then, and I think like with that Port Covington shit, I feel like that'll probably... At least pack out Baltimore a little bit more, and then, because I don't know, it. I, I think about Baltimore as like for at least in the arts, it's like an incubator. Like you kind of hang out here because it's like cheap rent and like. And then like once you finally hone yeah. in on your shit, yeah. you moved to LA. Right. Yeah. Well, because people have been doing that for so long, so it's yeah. like you know all the good producers and studios like. Aren't but at the same here. time, you're like if you if you come out of a, a small place like Baltimore and go to LA, and then you just jump in this giant pool of people and giant pool of competition. But, and but it's yeah, like, that's why you hone your. It's harder to be noticed. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah. like, how long? Like you, I, I say like it might not be a bad idea to like be the man in Baltimore. And then you know, then once you once you can go to LA with something to say for yourself, yeah. like yo, yeah, but yeah. dude, even the men in Baltimore, I mean, like Takeo Bang is like the man in Baltimore. President Davo is like the. And man. I feel like Takeo Bang could he out of out of Baltimore. I feel like Takeo Bang. I think has he the could, most but you realize this dude's own. Like, I mean, this dude's had big hits, and he's only at 10k Twitter followers. Like, that's not a lot. Like, I know, but he's also managed by 300 Entertainment. Which is Leor Cohen, which has Young Thug on it, and look what they did with Young Thug. I think they can do. I think I, what I haven't seen out of Baltimore artists a lot recently is a real image. 
Like you look at a guy like yeah, Big yeah. Sean and he or Wiz Khalifa, man. You look at them and they just projected this aura, man. You could watch Wiz Khalifa. You loved his character. You loved everything about him. It was Wiz Khalifa, dude. When he came out, when I, when, when I was a senior, I loved him, dude. Dude, oh he, was was dope. Yellow was he was dope. He was contagious. He was contagious. So good. He created yeah. a fucking movie. Everyone yeah, was talking. Take everyone was talking about Taylor real, Gang. Take a Bang has a real like palpable image, and 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 it's and it sells. People love it. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't seen people get. so so amped about I mean when they started playing on 923 and I know they got hyped about Scooter and yeah. Bird Flu and all that shit but it really feels like it feels to me like Takeo Banks is like hanging on dude it hasn't like I think yeah. it's got a chance and he's now. also the first one to get on like Sway and get public yeah dude he's on Sway well Los has been on Sway he's on Sway he's on Sway death on Sway he and they like gave him props that. yeah he's been there twice I feel oh, like oh yeah King Los was too King Los was actually they praised him like crazy like he was the best dude they oh, had dude, on Five Dude his freestyle on Five Fingers unreal like 10 plus minute freestyle yeah like like half of it was acapella no but like he's they he's unreal but they didn't Again, like I don't think anyone watching that really held the fact that he was from Baltimore. That's the only problem. He could have put us I on the map with that. I almost consider King Los, and again, I, I run the risk of saying a lot of ignorant things, but I'm just being honest. I feel like he is of a different generation in a way. Like I don't put he, him in the same in generation. 30s. Totally, yeah. He's in his 30s. You know, and so yeah. I don't necessarily, like I feel like, I don't know. I, I love King Los. I think, I mean, technically, like skill-wise, dude, One of the best. I've never seen anybody freestyle like that. I mean, Never you got people like freestyle. Lupe Fiasco saying he's like one of the best lyricists. Yeah, and it you know? makes like, you wonder why why hasn't he taken off? Yeah. He hasn't. That's what's insane. I, feel, I was just talking to Neebs about this. I feel like it's because, and Neebs was the one saying this, but like I totally agree. Like he doesn't he doesn't have like a pop and album. Like he yeah. has so much raw crazy talent, but he doesn't have that one project that just kind of like ascended and yeah. people like really yeah, really like Chance had he doesn't acid have anything that can Kanye get on had the radio. graduation. Yeah. So. He doesn't have anything that can get on the radio or, like, it wouldn't really match up with something in Pandora, like... Yeah. I don't know. I can see that, dude. Yeah. I can see that. I kind of But also, so. like, he got stuck in, like, a little bit of a limbo with his record deal because he signed to, like, P. Diddy. He was, like, Bad Boys oh, for right. a while. Yeah, yeah. And then they just, like, decided to not, you know, put him in the forefront. They right. That's stay, another like, thing. They writing um, and shit and, like... Going back to what you're talking about with how you were on the record label and now you're not... It's like you never know when you give somebody control of your career. The thing that I was always worried about uh, is like once you once you jump into the pool and have to get out again and you're so much less desirable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just like you, you got to become less you every. Yeah. Every step you make It's like one of those things. Honestly, it reminds me of like when you check your credit report. Somebody told me that if you check your credit report, it lowers your credit report. Like every time you check it, it like affects your score. Swear to God. They're no like, way. oh, yeah, don't apply for too many loans. Don't pull your credit up too much. It'll fucking, it goes down. And so it's, I don't know. It just reminded me a lot of the situation with, uh, like, record labels and stuff yeah. like that. Because there's know. a lot of deals where, like, you don't lose your creative control and, like, you're, you can still make what you want to make and people are just, like, pushing you and marketing you, which is, like, kind of, like, the position I'm in right now where I decided, like, you know, I wasn't in school. I was with the label, and I saw, like, how much, like, after all, it is a business. You got to learn how to market yourself. You're a brand, you know? Like, uh-huh. it's like you don't want to take away the creativity and, like, your imagination and all that stuff, but, like, you got to know how to promote yourself. And so that's when I decided, like, all right, I'm going to back, go back to school. So I literally just finished my sophomore year of high school, and I'm just getting, like, gen eds out of the way, but, like, my... Like college, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, you did high school. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> 
You said you're like, with the I was like thinking like super school. far ahead. Today we have a very <laughs> special guest. He's 15 years old. Give it up for Juice Brown. Oh my Yay. god, yeah. I just finished my uh, sophomore year at CCBC, and but I decided to take um, the business direction and do like marketing as my major to kind of like approach that side. So yeah. when I get out, like I have a good mindset and mm-hmm. I know how to approach the industry. Yeah, you'll in that just way. learn like different things that you can be doing to promote your own shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. what are you doing right now in terms of like how are you? What's your main like thing that you put yourself out on? SoundCloud? You do it on? Like, yeah, SoundCloud. Because main... honestly, right now what I'm. I think what I've been doing the most recently is just like honing into my craft and getting better at it. I realize like, you know, I I love hip hop so much and I've definitely gotten better over the past few years, but like rewind six months, I realized like I have so much like improvement I need to do. So let me hone in on that before I really start to push and market myself more. And so like literally like my days are this, like even like when I'm in class, like I wake up pretty early, like, I go to the gym, whatever, and I come home and I just record till I have class. You know, I'm, like, watching interviews, like, looking up other artists, like, how can I get better and feeding up their inspiration. Just writing, like, writing to beats that I would never write to. Like, I just did a remix to um, Skepta's song. You know, he's, like, a grime artist in UK, and just, I'm trying to, like, push myself in that regard, and now, and I've also, like, cultivated a band over the past, like, eight months. So, like, you know, for, like, you know, performing live and all that stuff. But and that's, my- that's actually a whole new level of originality in and of itself because it's almost weird. Once once you're a rapper with a band behind you, it's almost like you get put in a whole different genre. Yeah. Like those dudes from Air or like Schwayze, I want to say. Maybe yeah, not yeah. Well, no, it's like, uh, it's like The Roots. It's yeah, like, you know. Definitely. Uh, I mean, and like, like Chance yeah. with a social experiment. And yeah. That's but great. honestly, the reason I started doing it is because I moved. So last year I went to community college in Harrisonburg. It's like the the town that James Madison University is in. Why'd you go to community college there? So my plan was because like (laughs) my grades like from high school weren't, my thought was I was going to go to community college you get automatic admission into James Madison. Okay. So I was going to go there. I was living with Alec Moss and Josh Marshall um, from Towson. So anyways, like when I moved there, like, the hip hop scene was not prominent and popping at all. So I was like, imagine not. I've never heard of. Yeah. Yeah, Where where is that? Virginia. Why would the the hip hop scene be popular? What's well, a university? It's like, it's, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, it's a not, university. Yeah, so it's like surprised. not the like area itself, but like you know, like it's a university. It brings in all yeah, different kinds of people. Scene, yeah. So, anyways, like, and but like house shows are really popular there. So like, and our house was actually one of the main houses where we had house shows. So it's like, well, you know, obviously I'm a hip hop artist. How can I like, you know, attract these people who aren't into hip hop? To my music, yeah, I put yeah, together a live yeah. band because like psychedelic rock and rock was like a really popular thing there. So I was like, and then I realized like it's so much more fun to play with a live band That's because we feed smart, off yeah. of each other. That's very smart, you know. Yeah. And like when I've thought about it from like the audience's standpoint, like if you're watching it like a rapper with a DJ, like it's cool and all, but like it's it's only so interactive and like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But then I started playing with a live band. I'm like, there's so much we can do with this, and we can still every once in a while I'll throw a DJ on, and I can still do a song that way. I do yeah. really the thing that that triggers me off though is the pigeonholing that i've seen which is for whatever reason people they just become like when you're the front man and you do what you do but it's in front of a live man all of a sudden you're not like a rap do people consider the roots rappers or do they um no it's like a band but like but that's what i'm saying like they they rap over their music but because it's a band it's it's not it's not it's like a group which is weird yeah and almost that 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 kind of it bugs like me about it, but I think it's intelligent what you're doing because, it, it, I mean, anytime you're doing something that everyone else isn't doing, it's... They're kind of drawn to it. People I'm like, not saying everything you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 
But it's not it's not a bad move, man, because it's kind of the same principle along going to L.A. and just putting yourself in a sea of people and hoping hoping to stand out. Yeah. You're just leaving it to chance, man. There's so many people out there that are doing what you and what and my like that's do. something I've realized as I've got like more immersed into music and more serious with it. Like there's so many people doing it, and like yeah, I, I, like crazy. at times it's like intimidating. But then what I've realized is like I can't focus on that because. I mean, there's nothing really positive that's going to come from focusing on, like, thinking about how many people are out there doing it. <laughs> um, Brought to you by Miller High Life. <laughs> <laughs> try maintaining the conversation. And there goes Everybody. Just try. <laughs> Thank you, Miller High Life. For, uh, we were overdue for a name drop. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to pause for any uh, comments. Uh, little Becca 17 Little Becca. Oh, thanks good. for hanging out with us. Very, Becca. yeah. Thanks. She says, "Hey, hey, hey, hey. hey. What's, what's up? Hey, what's, what's up? Popping. What's popping? All right, <laughs> all right. I all thought right. she was gonna. Nice. I thought nice you were about comment. to be like, hey, about independent artists. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, <laughs> hey. Oh shit. Well, for hello. You, for those of you just tuning in, she's got to get credit for being the only commenter. There, you got to give her props. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I gave her a hey. full and complete one minute shout out right after the Miller Light slot, yeah. which is which is a very, very, very <laughs> valuable hot spot. time slot. Yeah. That's a hot spot. That is. <laughs> this is live from the studio. I'm just reminding everybody we got at Juice Bruns Music. Follow him on Twitter. If you don't know how to spell it, it's right under him in the picture, so you can check that out. Uh, or if you're listening to the podcast, it's at on Juice SoundCloud. Bruns, B-R-U-N-S, music. Yes. That's right. Juice like, like juice. Like the juice. Like Which music. is cool. What's your, your real name is yeah. Justin? Justin, yeah. I, was, so like, I honestly don't even introduce myself as Justin anymore. My nickname has been Juice since I was like two years old. That's a dope my, my nickname. Dad started, yeah, my dad's so like a nickname sick. guy. Like Both my sisters have nicknames too. Like I definitely got by far the best nickname out of the family. Yeah. So my sister Hannah is H. She kind of got the lame oh. one. And then the youngest one, Caroline, is Cubby because she's the youngest. But my Cubby. dad started calling me Juice when I was like two because I was just super hyper all over the place. <laughs> and it stuck. So like my family started calling me that, my friends, my it's coaches, It's also very my similar to your name, Juice and Justin. Yeah, it's close enough. I thought that's where it came from. Originally. Your dad just got tired of saying Justin. He's like, J- just, J- Juice. Juice. Juice, come here. Uh, <laughs> so you got a whole other syllable coming up. It's too much. Just yeah, my man. son. Justin's my name. Um, yeah, I don't even like... I didn't int- even know that was your name until now. That's crazy. Yeah, I just introduced myself as Juice. Well, like, I feel like it would be kind of weird if your legal name was Juice. That would yeah. be kind of fucking... I fuck with people a lot and tell them it is. Like, when there's, like, I'm out at parties and girls like, your name's Juice? I'm like, yeah, like... Classic girl My question. parents did a lot of drugs, man. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> we're naming this one Juice. They exclusively shot No one aboard. <laughs> yeah. We're all about our chakras and just, like, unity. That's dope, dude. Yeah, Hannah did get screwed on that one. H. <laughs> Yeah, H bomb. We like cultivated into H bomb. It's still like it's still it's H-bomb. it's not the same. It's got nosing. I know nosing. Nosing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's definitely up there in my top three. I like chess for Chester. I like juice for chess. you. Shouts out to chess from Mexico. Uh, yeah, I only have a top two for nicknames. That's it. That's in it. That's Dude, top for two. the longest time I wanted Nick to be my name, and now I realize that that's like what every dickhead ever is named. Yeah, dude. That's Except why you wanted Nick it to be Rispoli. your name. Yeah, I guess so. Because when you're young, you're like, yo, that dude is so cool. <laughs> when you're older, you're like, dude, that dude's a dick. <laughs> you don't realize, <laughs> like, there's you know, a certain time where you realize that everyone you thought was cool was just a huge fucking dick. Yep. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's, I think Damn. that's, yeah, I think that's It's just one of those things you, like, adult, look really. at and you're like, yeah, don't even talk about it. Like, <laughs> when you become older. 
Dude, um, one of the actually actually does remind me of uh, the whole. I listened to what I don't. I forget the title of the song, but the the line in the hook is even if they never pay attention. I'm gonna put the effort in like the whole world's watching. Dude, I I was listening to that. I heard it and I wrote it down because it stuck with me. I appreciate it. I was like, I remember, like, it's weird. When I make my songs, I usually find the beat, I sit down, and I write it that way. But I was just having, like, this fall was really, like, I moved back from Harrisonburg, and I was, like, struggling with, like, trying to figure out what I, with what I want to do with my music. And I was just, like, one day I was, like, mad pissed. Yeah. And I was, like, no one's fucking paying attention to this music shit I'm doing. And I was just, like, whatever. I'm going to continue to work my ass off and, like, do whatever I need to do. And I was riding along. I forget what song was playing. But, like, those lyrics just, like, started popping in my head. I was, like, and I just kept saying it over and over. And I went home. And, like, that night I ended up writing that song. But it speaks a lot of volumes because that is, like, I mean... I'm sure you struggled with it, and I'm sure you struggled with it, and I'm sure you struggle with it, honestly, with comedy. It's the idea that, like, right now we're young, and we're doing something that, I guess, from an outside perspective is pretty cool because we're not, you know, you're not just following the fold of what people are supposed to do. Right. You know, you're doing something, you're kind of taking a chance, and, and it's a ballsy move because what you're saying is, yo, whole rest of the world, you're wrong I can do this shit. Right. And, 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 and right now it's dope. But then you think about like, shit, man, what if I'm, what if I'm 35 and I haven't, and I haven't done it? Right. And then what, what am I? Because now I'm not just a, like a young dude. Like, right, dreaming. right. I'm like a fucking man who, who never did it. And every, what are, what's my family going to think about me? What, what, am I, what are the people that I, I was around going to think about me? Yeah. And I know that's something. That that you felt and you felt it's gotta no be. doubt yeah it's gotta be often you know it's scary man but I think what what was the game changer for me in the past few months is like I just I I kind of spent a lot of time to myself making music and I kind of blocked out the noise and I was real I realized this is all I want you know like this wasn't my path initially like my entire life I've been a three sport athlete and I was I was like on path to play mm-hmm. you know Division One lacrosse but due to injury I had to stop playing sports entirely and that's what got me into music but I was like. I'm going to put every ounce of me into this and make it happen. And it's like, I just know if you continue to like work hard at it and be genuine and authentic, like, yeah, maybe we won't hit J. Cole status or Kendrick status, but I'm going to live a life doing this, you know? And I think and so, that's all that matters, yeah. really. And, I mean, and, and, and like, that's just a recent thing for me, you know? Like, I think the first like two or three years, because I'd say like it's been three and a half, four years that I've been doing this like seriously, you know, nice. like really putting my time into it. But it wasn't until like the past like, I guess like six, seven months ago where I really had that mental shift where I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to make it yeah. fucking happen. Because that's, that's kind of what you have to do yeah. when you're talking about that. I sometimes feel sorry for uh, like guys like anybody who really makes it young or like right off the bat. I feel like you are robbed of that time where you actually sit down with yourself and say, why the fuck am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Is this what I should be doing? And, and all those questions that pop in your head. If you haven't had that moment, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to see you as a true artist because you've never actually evaluated right. it. You just tried something and it worked, and it's like, is that really you though? Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to be stuck in that mold now? You're not allowed to be who you truly were supposed to be. Right. But at the same time, you know, but they, you know, with everything comes its cost, and so, you know, I'm sure you like to believe, and I'm sure my brother likes to believe, and we all like to believe like this is you know this is our destiny. You yeah. Know? So I guess it's worth I do, it. Definitely, yeah. if that's I true. Know. I feel like um, I feel like you're too focused on 
like a final destination point, you know what I mm-hmm, mean? Mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. like, all right, I want to get to this level of stature or whatever. And like, I want to be, have this much in the bank. I want to do this, I want to do that, 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 that. But like, I feel like the, I feel like we're in like the funnest part right now. Yeah. No doubt. Cause yeah. like, we're, we're like, we're just getting crazy stories from like the stupid, shitty shows we're doing. Yeah. And like, you know, doing stuff like this. And like, we have so much time to hang out and yeah. shit. And like, mm-hmm. And just, like, you have so much time to just create and put, like, all your fucking feelings out. I guess that's right. And I guess like, once you do make it, it's, like, all but also time, yeah. No, but yeah. also, like, along the way now is, like, we're going to have so many different things. Like, you see, like, you start to see the path towards what you're trying to do that's in the I'm stuff saying, you're man. doing. Yeah, that's why I said it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. It's fucking worth it. And that's man. what I kind of realized, too. It's like I'm falling in love with this process. Yeah. You know, it's like the beginning stage. I'm like, this is just as amazing. It's a different kind of amazing, but it's just as amazing as, like, you know, selling out, like, a huge like, almost, show or yeah. something like that, you know? It's like meditation. It's like discovering who you are. Yeah. It's tight. It's tight, man. Because then once you get to that point, these moments just will mean so much more. Like, it's fucking true, dude. Yeah. I think yeah. about that a lot. On the regular, like well, you, what, you, what you said, what you said, it was a be- much. It was a very good way of putting it because what you said, your goal is, you know, at least what I gathered, is to make a living off of doing what you do. Yeah, you know, you don't have like a level of fame you want to reach. You don't have like, I mean, I'm sure you have a level of fame you want to reach, but you're not saying like I got to sell this many records. I got to do this, that, yeah. and the other thing. It's about like if I can, if I can live my life and do what I want to do in my life, and I can support that by doing what I want to do at work. That's success. And you're winning. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, that's, that's success. And yeah. I think that it, as an artist, it must be scary because you're surrounded by people who nobody really, I don't, I don't know, it's almost like they don't, nobody really checks in on well, you when that, you're doing well, the average it's shit. It's also yeah. that like they want like the best for you and they see like, you know, the proven track of like, you know, high school, college, mm-hmm. get a salary job, get a family. Care, oh, family, and there's nothing against that, that at all, dude. Yeah, no. yeah, there's nothing against it, but like, at the same time, it's like it's not for some I don't know. people. Yeah, it's not for some people. Some people don't fit through that mold. And yeah, fucking, you know. Yeah, man. Some, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to enjoy the process. I really do. I was thinking about it today, and I was like, I don't really, I don't really hear too much from people. I mean, I guess nobody really hears too much music from people that are still in that position. Obviously, right. or else they wouldn't be in that position. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, you know, obviously. But there's so much there's so much of an element of the craft that that people talk about like you I hear it man it's not just that line it's it's a, it's it's a lot of shit I heard today but it, the thing that's that's cool about your music is it's fucking it's always positive it's always fucking positive that's what I strive for yeah and and you know and that that brings a whole new light to it right it brings a whole new light it's cool. I and I, that. I really, I honestly, I do think it meshes well with the band, dude, because I think you got that whole like fucking air thing going on. Right, yeah. Dude. They actually, they just announced the other day that they're breaking up. Really, air dude? Is, yeah. You can I, join them, I've dude. loved air, dude. They're <laughs> mad cool. Like, definitely like a beginning inspiration for me, just kind of like that cool, vibey, positive sound. But yeah, I mean, I just think like there's, I mean, obviously like life those things at you and things get tough and difficult, but I think at the end of the day, like there's so much to be happy and grateful for and like I kind of just want my music to reflect that and like always move forward like always like think about ways you can better yourself and help others and do shit like that and I just want my music to be a reflection of that it's just a reflection of who I am I'm not trying to put off some image and say like I do all these crazy things it's like I'm just trying to like 
I'm doing this, first of all, because, like, it's very therapeutic and helpful to yeah. me and it keeps my blood pumping, you know? Yeah. And, like, along the way, I hope it helps some other people and people can, like, be inspired by it and, you know, do what they want to do from hearing what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's that. just as simple as that. That's sweet. It's man. just yeah. crazy how much with, like, something like that comes with so much hate from other people. Yeah, that is another... Yeah. I haven't really... I mean, I haven't... I mean, but also I haven't done what you've done musically, but I haven't ever experienced really I've, I've experienced hate like people but i feel like the kind of hate that i was just was like people just not giving a fuck or people like kind of just being like yeah what indifferent the fuck? why are you fucking nah, there's, yeah. there's you, been know, like, you get like snyder marks but like oh yeah no i got you know because i'm advocately like when i put music out i don't just let it sit there on soundcloud and hope it gets played it's like i post it on reddit and youtube uh-huh. and all this kind of shit and there's always dudes that are like, if you post it on Reddit, there's always there's gonna be six dudes that love the song, but there's gonna be the one dude that instead of listening to your song is mad that you posted it. Yeah, and, and that's the only like, one you remember posting too. Posting this song or stuff. Yeah, yeah, you could have six dudes like, dude, keep going, don't ever stop. And he's like, thank you, thank you. You don't even know how to say thank you. And then there's that one dude that's like, stop fucking posting this song, and you're just like, damn. Uh, that's a line yeah, you have to walk. <laughs> yeah. That's a line you have to walk, and that's one of the things we talked about with Ian last week was like how to market yourself because it's yeah, just right. I mean and, and I, I sometimes honestly I don't know if you guys get this I get fucking embarrassed when I think back to how I used to do that shit oh same <laughs> like you know what I'm saying funny, now they're posting stuff like I, my sister sent me a link the other day of like how like J. Cole was like posting on all his YouTube videos like hey man like check out my music yeah. like I'm like that's so crazy because look at where he is now I you know, know. but it, everyone's been there and like you learn from it like how not to do it and how I to do it I imagine a lot of people and, and that's the, I agree with you with the hey I imagine a lot of people are sitting there like yo there is one guy. There's one guy that's on the up and up right now that actually got famous off of like spamming YouTube videos and getting top comment and shit. Is this dude collaborate? Have you heard of him? He's dope. Yeah. I actually, yeah, because I saw the. Yeah. He did a thing where he like allowed people to like send yeah, songs. This to is what I was gonna bring up. Yeah. Is he he like I showed you on Easter I think, but this guy collaborate got famous. He like fucking tweeted out. He fucking you like put it on YouTube comments. He was like, everybody check out my music, and then eventually, like everyone just off YouTube was listening to his shit. And then he dropped one album where G Easy heard it because they're both from San Francisco. G Easy heard it and reached out to him, and they did a song together. I wow. just want it all wow. and add extra two. Yeah, that song is dope. They did a that song together, and then recently, now that that dude collaborates like popping, he tweeted out. He was like. Anyone who makes music, tweet tweet at me the song because you know I want to listen to your music because you guys listen to mine. So he listened to my song Crazy, and he heard it and he was like, "Damn, I like this." He tweeted at me, said he liked it, and he followed me on Twitter and SoundCloud, and that was like I guess probably the highest point of recognition. Even though it's not a lot, I think that's so so dope. I saw that happen on Twitter. I'm like, "Yo, that's so sick!" Because I literally had found out about him like a few weeks prior, and I was just like crushing his project like hella good or whatever. And um and then the songs he did with uh Jeezy, but then he also put out that song called Juice, and I was like, yeah. that wasn't too long ago, right? That was no, like in the last no, no. month or yeah. two. Yeah, but it was just it was just funny the chain of events. Like I started following and listening to him, and then I saw like he heard your shit. I was like, this is so dope. Yeah, I was yeah. I was really excited. I think about it, that. I think what makes it the most cool is that it's it's kind of it's kind of doing what I think other artists should do. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's when you talk about like the music industry as a whole, and I'm sure you know if you haven't experienced it yet, you're gonna experience whenever you get into the business. A lot of the disillusionment, uh, disillusionment with art is that there's a business side of it. Yeah. And you got to, you know, when you're dealing with those people, but now he's as an artist, 
he's reaching out. I suppose, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, they make it and then they just shut down the gates, man. Yeah. It's like, I, the best expression I ever heard was you, you pull the ladder up behind you. Yeah. You make the climb and, and it's like, fuck everybody down there. But if you, I mean, I feel like if, the, if music's going to be back to what it should be, you need people who are actually about the art aspect of it at the top, bringing Definitely. people in, mm-hmm. bringing people in. It's a, I mean, it's a selective process. I mean, I do, I try and do small because I saw like, and that's just kind of the person I am. Like, I want it to be that kind of intimate process because it's like they're just as important to it as uh-huh. you are. Like, you can't really make it without them. So it's yeah. like it's got to be like you know a joint effort and like. I haven't done it in a few months, but I, I've done the stuff where it's like, yo, whoever likes this post or shares this thing, like, I'll send you a new unreleased song. And yeah. then it's just, like, a cool way, like, I've had, like, people who are, like, I went to high school with, you know, like, like it, and then I sent it to them. But then I've also had just, like, random people, and they're like, yo, I really enjoy what you're doing. And then, you know, you can just have a little conversation with them. I can also see, though, like, when you get to be a big artist that becoming difficult mm-hmm. like because you have to be selective in how you interact yeah. because yeah. so many people know who you are yeah. so but i don't think it's ever something you should cut off but i oh, can see sure. it being something hard to kind of like when manage. you have that many people and believe me dude if if that ever becomes a problem i don't know about you but if that ever becomes a problem in my fucking life dude <laughs> i will be so grateful to the heavens oh, that yeah, that's same. my fucking problem yeah. <laughs> right. and i would figure something out <laughs> yeah, dude yeah, you yeah. know yeah. like Jesus i will make a Christ. team of people <laughs> I, I one could only people you know dream I mean, of that i had shit, a reason but, i was glad that like i had this one opportunity where i got like a taste of like having to reply to a lot of people because there was this one app that came out that I got like famous on by accident. It was called Reveal mm-hmm. and they had just come out with it and like I had just started using it and then it got famous right when I started using it and they made me a featured user. So I was like biggest shit on this random ass fucking app. Like, what was no it? One... Ye- What's app? Reveal. Reveal. And it's just some random shit. And then I, I just had like, I was getting like 200 followers a day, just people just following me, and all these people t- like tweeting at me, questioning me, Instagram DMing yeah, me. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Oh, that's shit. sweet. Was, like, was that recent? Whatever happened. This was with like it. in the last year. Um, well, the app developers like gave up on it. They weren't feeling the whole idea, so they moved on to new apps. But they've like kept all the featured users in a group chat on iMessage to where like they talk about new app ideas and are like. If we get this app going, you guys are going to be the featured users on that. What was Reveal's concept? What was it supposed to be? It was like be? it was like you would you would have your phone and people would ask you questions like you know what's a great vacation memory you have or something oh, something, like, something like, like that. Mitomo. It's like fucking form spring <laughs> on Facebook. Do you remember? Form and, then, yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. would answer the question, but you wouldn't just like type an answer. Like you would answer it with a video reaction. So oh, you'd be like, shit. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So I would always just like whatever the question was, someone would be like. What's your idea of a good relationship? And I just say like some funny shit, like "Oh, me and my right hand" or something, something stupid. I would just like make funny reactions to every question someone had, and I just got like accidentally like everyone just started following me and shit. That's and then dope. so like all the time, I had people like Snapchatting me and like, "Yo, please, Celeste, you follow me, please, please." I'm like, "This is insane." And it was like it was like for three months that happened. I was like, "Holy shit, That's this is wild. what it's like to be famous." And, and then, then just dropped, and then the it just app, dropped. I, I think it just like it gave me a good chance to get an experience of like if I what make it that like. far, what it's like. So I got a chance to experience what it's like. I still have people Snapchatting me, think I'm still famous. Like I'm like, I remember you showing me like videos of like girls would send you. I was like, "Yo, are you fucking <laughs> serious?" No, no, it was retarded. Like, it was it was retarded. Girls like, are just was, fucking literally fucking Snapchatting him. Like just. Oh man, it was dope. I enjoyed watching the videos for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Great videos. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so that's dope. Somebody made it for a second in our family, dude. <laughs> <laughs> made it for a second on an app that like it was like trending on the app store a few times, but like 
Those apps kind of go by quick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Snapchat held on to it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like if it... They, yeah. they had this whole like Bitcoin thing where like you would get a bunch of coins for however many likes you got. So they had a thing where like oh shit, dude, how so much money do you make off that? They had a thing. They had a thing where what they were gonna do is when apps started wanting to advertise on it, they were gonna have to pay them not in money or bitcoins. They were gonna have to pay them in reveal coins, which are like a currency that they made up. So if like LeBron James wanted to advertise this new Sprite flavor, he would have to pay them not in dollars but reveal coins. Therefore, how anyone, do you get reveal coins, dude? Do I just walk just, into you the have bank? To, you have to, like, how they would have rate? to do it was because people were getting reveal coins for how many likes they got. They would have to buy the reveal coins from the users who had them. So if LeBron oh. James wanted to advertise Sprite, he would have to buy fifty thousand reveal coin or whatever from me with money. So I'd sell him the reveal coin I had. And I would make money off of it just for being a, an avid user. So they were trying to give back to the people ah, cool. with how often they use it. So if you know if Apple wanted to advertise a new iPhone, they had to buy 10 mil reveal coin from every featured user or whatever, and we'd all make money. Dude, I don't want to get into it too much because it's like a really serious conversation. But what you just described is exactly what the United States does in the Middle East, dude. Literally yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. They force, I mean, real quick, they just force oil like oil producing countries to have to sell it in dollars. They can't sell their oil in any other currency. So that means that all other foreign currencies in the world have to go and purchase dollars in order to purchase oil. And so it basically keeps our economy where it is. Without oil, we our economy would just doesn't matter. I just wanted to let you guys no, that, know that. That's, that's, that's true that's shit. Important that's true shit. Conspiracy <laughs> corner. <laughs> the conspiracy corner here with that's what we're and Jimmy Zaleski. No. Um, but yeah, so that's how they were doing it. And, um, oh, no. <laughs> and so I had, you know, through likes, every like you'd get, you'd get 100 reveal coin. At the wow. End, at, the, at the end of the week, they'd give that's you... That's a lot of coins for yeah, a like, damn. dude. Yeah. So, so they, they were going to they do that for the full year. And so like, I was like... Four months into this, I was getting like I I still have a friend group on Reveal that I still talk to that I'm like actually gonna meet up with them in New York City in July, like we're nice. big so old gangbang. Yeah, it's like thirty people. Like it's it's <laughs> not like we had a good thing going, and then like the app developers started giving up on it, and they fucking took all the Reveal coin back. Oh, so like I had like three million Reveal coin. Yo, they took it back. They, they didn't let the users keep. I mean, it. Well, they, who was they gonna snapped, buy it? They just they just stopped the whole thing. Like no one had anything. It just didn't exist but anymore. You gotta believe they're gonna use those shits for something, dude. But it was a made up currency. It had no. Yeah, value. they have a whole pile. It had no it. value. <laughs> they have a whole pile. Dude, of I can make a text there. document that says I have a million dollars. You just wait, dude. <laughs> you just fucking wait, dude. I had three mil reveal coin. If they ever get big, I'm suing the fuck out of them. <laughs> and it's possible. Give dude. me three million reveal coin. <laughs> and and he had made a um he had made a an estimate and mathematical estimate he said if reveal coin if reveal got as big as instagram each reveal coin would be worth two dollars damn so if if reveal had gotten as big as instagram seven months ago where i would have left off i would have had six million dollars flat out from the start what (laughs) that's insane what that reminds me of when bitcoins i first found out about them and they're like fucking five ten bucks a bitcoin and then I was like, oh, I'm not going to buy any of these. That's like a waste of money. And then a queue, like two years later, they're like a couple thousand dollars piece. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. Jeez. 
Bitcoin's not the investment anymore, dude. It's not. No, it's it's kind of a crashing market. Now, no, now it's it's mainly just used on the deep web. You were saying yeah, it was like five dollars and, and went up to a thousand dollars. What? That's yeah. crazy. Well, because like what? in the beginning, it it wasn't being accepted as like a currency. They That's kind of had to like two hundred dollars a bit. They kind of had to like make it valuable. So like That's they had to start making like they had to start like getting companies to start using it as a currency for like uh, products like like on a web store. If you like was were buying a t shirt on a website, instead of having to pay with like your credit card or whatever, you could pay with Bitcoin. And they would accept that as currency. So then they had to like make the Bitcoin valuable, uh-huh. and then like just through its like saturation in the media, through like all this crazy shit, like all the deep web shit, like people learning that you can use it to buy drugs and shit, like anonymously. It just became like this huge valuable thing where it was like fucking a thousand bucks a Bitcoin. Conspiracy coin. <laughs> it's not even a conspiracy. That shit happened. I wish I bought Bitcoin. Well, now all Bitcoin. So was the other fucking thing. I literally, a fact too. literally now all Bitcoins up. are used are to watch snuff films on the deep web. Yeah. <laughs> to watch children get sexually assaulted. It's Is that so, what they call yeah. it these days? Snuff? The de- yeah, when you murder someone on camera, it's called a snuff. It's always been called a snuff. Yeah. Why has it been called a snuff? It's like I you snuff know. it out. Snuff it's like, a out. you know, there's a porn when you have sex with someone on camera, and then there's a snuff when you fucking kill somebody on camera. That's just a snuff. Do they do like the same thing as porn where you put your mouse over the video and it shows you different thumbnails of how he's being killed and you're like, ah, it's a no, 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 it's like, no, <laughs> the, the way they do it, I've, like, I went on YouTube and shit and I was They're like, using looking, a knife, dude. They don't even go to, to the fucking news. Fuck that. Fuck no, 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 no. I went on YouTube looking up shit. what the deep web was like and people like who had been on the deep web were giving commentaries and they were like, no, like you go on there and they lock you in a, in a server like you can't get out. And they make you pay an amount of money. No, and they don't. Once everyone pays you, <laughs> no, they don't do that. They don't do that because that's what they these don't fucking do are that. saying. I guess these yeah, kids were just trying to. You like, fucking believed a YouTube video that <laughs> like thirty views. Okay. Riff Buster. <laughs> so he, was, he was trying to just. He was. I guess he was trying to justify himself for watching a snuff film then. So probably that's dude. definitely what it was, one hundred percent. They locked me in. I couldn't do anything about it. They made me watch it, and I had to pay them fifty dollars. No, swear, and I swear no. I didn't just buy it for fifty dollars and just watch it on my own accord. <laughs> well, that's now I'm me, glad guys. you guys led YouTube. me to that realization because now I realize I'm listening to sick fuck. You know what? I'm gonna but, look into it more because I don't want to completely say what you're saying is bullshit. I don't no, know what I, say. They have I've like web chat web rooms. Before, so I don't know enough deal. to make a call. And and Eric says it's bullshit. I'm neutral. The and deep web know. is literally just like browsing the internet. Dude, with I've heard things. so much shit about you can hire a hitman on there. And most of that shit is like fake. Really? Yeah. Most of that shit is fake. Because I want to believe that that's true because that sounds years. dope as fuck. What? But I mean, you can. It's true, dude. There's like stories about how you can hire a hitman on the deep web. You can buy like of course you can. How do you think people get anything on there? You can buy like hand grenades from Iraq, and you can fucking watch. Yeah, dude. How do you think those shits get sold? You can just have (laughs) webcams of watching people die on snuff films, and you have to make people pay if you want to watch them kill you. That's the fucking thing. Exactly. So why is he saying that doesn't happen? No, I'm saying he's a dick. Isn't (laughs) isn't like prevalent? It isn't as prevalent as you think it would be. Oh, okay. So it's like what. The government says about crack. Mm. <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> corner. <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> Don't worry, we uh, edit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's great. 
Everybody yes, tuning number in. Number four in talk. Yes, on you now right trending now. number Thank four in talk. Which means we could there's be at higher. least three people watching. If you guys have no, there's any actually questions. five watching right now. Shout outs to all five people watching. Uh, this is probably gonna be the best part. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. terrible at marketing myself. Before we It'll be started terrible. the show, Jimmy was like, "Let's just not even look at like the view count." Well, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta pause every now and then. See if I mean, it's shit. getting quite a bit of sure. plays on SoundCloud, though. It is. It's getting yeah, a lot of yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I've just been following people on SoundCloud, getting banned, getting unbanned, following more people. <laughs> you know, That's old you school. <laughs> old school. Classical yeah. mar- marketing. That's strategy. social media We've grind. Been bumping right out on Twitter too. We're so doing like we, the same thing. We have. It's probably because of the fucking sweet ass retweets we've been tossing today, dude. We're putting uh, hot chicks in people's feeds, dude. They yeah. love it. They <laughs> love, love it. They love it. Yes, I would hashtag fuck this bitch. And I would also <laughs> hashtag tune in to live from the studio. <laughs> oh man. The best podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> If you make it a question, it's not really. No, dude, the people do that on YouTube videos all the time. They're like, exactly. Guy drinks gallon of bleach. (laughs) What? Miley Cyrus nude in this video? What is she? No, it's just Rick Roll singing Never Gonna Give You Up. (laughs) The entire It's just like a dude with super long. You'd be surprised what they have on YouTube, dude, dude. They have full hour long videos of cockfights, dude. What? Swear to fucking God. Not gonna lie, we watched, watched a, a bunch few. of Chromecast. And by a few, I mean a bunch. Night. I watched I never a bunch. That deep into YouTube. <laughs> I feel bad for saying it, but you know, I didn't do it. It's not like I fucking trained a rooster. Yeah. I just fucking clicked the wrong link. I, I well, searched no, for you it. Did it's it like, dude. I we're like, I wonder if cockfights like are on YouTube. Saying, we did, we did. It's like Let's you find saying, out, and we found out for no, sure. It's there. It's like you saying that you watching child pornography doesn't make you part of the problem. Because well, it, <laughs> it does. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, although, all right. I see although we will from. say right, that dude. child well, pornography the only is one like, that's been thinking about that. Child so far pornography tonight, so. is levels no. beyond cockfights. No, Let's dude. Just put it that well, way. Okay, okay. I see where you're coming from, and you're right. But I'm not gonna fucking get like an external hard drive and like download two gigs worth of fucking cockfights. <laughs> <laughs> it was a one-time thing, and then distribute, and then distribute them throughout. It's a whole different fucking ballpark, dude. You gotta give me that. And dude, at least if you get busted for cockfights, you don't have to fucking go to your neighbors every time they, you move what, to be is like, there even a hey charge guys, for that? moving what into is the, the neighborhood. Charge for cockfight, is, is dude. Like, it's it's free on YouTube. <laughs> it's free. free you it's got like no dollars. You got enough dollars to watch a cockfight. Enjoy it. Go to the library. Go on YouTube. <laughs> it's not free. even the blocked. Library. It's probably blocked there, dude. Oh my goodness, dude. Wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> I would. Is it pretty gory? Not it's, really, no, it's but really they not. just fucking die it's just, it's sad like, because right, like they, they go they do they just do it for too long like the chickens fight one chicken clearly is like dying and giving up and the guy will come back stand him up make him like they warm him up and I feel bad getting too into this but I feel like a, a, most of you guys probably haven't watched cockfights <laughs> because you're good people and I want you to know what happens so you know you don't want to see it or maybe you do I don't know get a hard drive <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> 
They just, I don't know, it sucks. They fucking, they just put the chickens up together. They, they make them bite each other real quick. They, like, just get them pissed at each other. They, like, start hitting the chicken and, like, hit taking the one chicken and hitting it against the yeah. other. So they just they start doing, other. like, three Stooges bits with them. <laughs> Slap start, like, slap their faces and make them Why, yeah, you ought to. That's a bad chicken. Why, yeah, They make them step on a rake. And they really do the do that shit. They hold, them, they hold them down and the chickens, like, move their feet and they're, like, it's like they're fucking kicking up dust, dude. It's like with the Roadrunner cartoon, dude. I'm like, Oh shit! And then they kill each other. So yeah, that's a cockfight. Don't they put yeah. like razor blades on their teeth and yeah, shit? No, they put razor. They, chicken don't have yeah, teeth, dude. Claws, yeah. I don't think. Do chicken have teeth? But I don't think so. I feel like yeah, the videos. The videos we watched, I feel like they didn't have the razor blades. Because they didn't have they them on those ones, but the one I watched after you they left did. alone <laughs> did with my pants off. <laughs> Exacto knives on their face. Yeah, they did. They had these giant. They tied this giant ass razor blade to like their left or right foot. Yeah. Only one foot. No, it yeah, sucked, dude. No, it yeah, sucked. But now it. you guys know, and and we're the only podcast willing to fucking what? go there. <laughs> go there. <laughs> International Cockfight Association. ICF, baby. ICF. Guys, so sign sure. our petition to bring back cockfight. <laughs> pizza Palace's basement. Dude, that is fucking hilarious. That or Pizza's. Oh, no, that was a That was our god brother, dude. Yeah, man. There well, he is. I don't know. Dude, do you have any... Uh, you they sold that them. shit. It was one of you guys, them. Uh, what are you guys working on now in terms of like uh, together? You guys doing anything right now together? Yeah, we were working on that one song that I was making a beat to. And I don't know. We're probably going to record that soon. Soon, yeah. Hopefully yeah. soon. We, were, like, we talked about it a few weeks ago, but like we were finishing it with our semester and just like trying to get through exams and all that shit. But yeah, we uh, he just finished a beat up and it sounds awesome. It's a, it's a sample from a Shet Faker. The song Talk is Cheap. Um... So yeah, hopefully in the next few weeks we'll get we to writing. We have a prospective title for it yet? Can we get that here first on live from the studio? I don't know. I named Ooh. the beat. I named the beat time. Time, yeah. Time. That's it. It's kind of like a reflection, like from our childhood until now, like how much time has gone by. Did you not have a song called Time already? I did have a song called Time. Dude, Different. This is T. No, well, see, this is this. We haven't even discussed this. This is just what he called the beat. So, well, I'm glad you guys did discuss it. I want to see his fallout right now. I want to see where you guys take this combo because I feel like Dom Smart want to keep it called Time. That's a cool name. That's a good name. It's a go-to name. You can't name yeah, a song. Well, I know, but I can't. I mean, I'm not going to pull a chance. The rapper named two songs the same thing, right? Which he did in his new album. He named two songs. Huge. So maybe we should just. He does what he wants. Yeah, pull a chance. Yeah, pull a chance. Take a chance, pull a chance. You could, you, I, I tell you this, and this is just my third party view. <laughs> I think you could call it something other than time, but relate it to that concept. Right, yeah. Because the idea of time, the one problem you run into, it's an it's a old faithful name of a song. When you hear any band song called Time, it's probably their best song. Not, not their best, but it's, it's, a, it's one of their good ones. And so it's like there's so many songs called Time, dude. You guys got to hit it with like fucking father time. Something else. <laughs> big Ben. Grandfather clock. Those words are too clock. big, man. I think about, I'm trying to think of like what the big hits uh, today are called. Hotline Bling was a big one. I didn't even know what that meant. <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> but, but it got big because I was like, yeah, time, yeah, I know, I know what that man, means. Hotline man. Bling. And that was a good, that's a good song, dude. Shout out Drake. He's Shout one of the, Drake. I watch his, uh, if, you, if you guys are uh, active on social media, Check out uh, YouTube. Watch the Obey Your Thirst video with Drake. Really tunes you into what, he, what he's about. It's pretty sweet. I actually just did a remix to Pop Style. Not yes, you did, dude. Yeah. It was fucking dope. It I appreciate that, dope. yeah. 
It was sweet, yeah, dude. Maybe we can go out on that later on. We probably could, <laughs> subliminal <laughs> message guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have never done a remix of a popular song, I don't think. It's think- a new thing for me. I like my thought on it was like I've been like really like honing into like this original project, but like I still have been making so much music. So I was like, I want to keep momentum going and letting people know like I'm making music and like there's been progression, all that stuff. So I was like I'm going to just make remixes to, like, some songs of the mm-hmm. beats that I really like and, and you, stuff that is, like, different than what I'm doing. And, and you, I mean... Yeah, you were kind of doing the same thing I mean, with I the did, tight beats. I did a remix to Gold Links When I Die. I did a remix oh, that's to... That's a Dub's original yeah, song, yeah. too. I did a remix... Yeah, I don't think anyone's done a remix of that. That's the thing. Yeah. I did a remix to Childish Gambino and Chance the Rapper. They had a song called They Don't Like Me. And then I... And I'm think I've heard the beat my way with Fetty Wap, and I'm like, yeah, came yeah. up with a cool chorus that could fit with that beat, and it's like, I don't know if I want to do this or not, though. So I it's think it's risky because, you know, yeah, it's definitely how popular can a song get when it's a remix of another song? I mean, right like, after when, dude, when, ho- when it's a good way to get attention, but it's not going to be your banger because it can't be. When Someone Bobby, right. when Bobby Schmurda came out with that song, was like. If you like get up on my trap house, like they fucked so many people did a remix to that song. Or Panda Dude, the amount yeah, of remixes Pan- that are made. Dude, up. I know. I made like I was like thinking about just like I did this for myself. Like I made like a joking like song to it. I was like, I like school and it's canceled. I like drinking a fenna. I still believe in Santa. And I was just like rapping in that time. I'm just like having fun with it. But yeah, dude, so many remixes were it's made. It's ridiculous. That song. Like yeah. you look up Panda right now and you see like 17 remixes after Designer's yeah. version. It's like, oh my god. It's like people just my whole SoundCloud feed. Like a few like days after that song was dropped, I was like, "All right, stop!" Like enough yeah. of the panda remix. Same thing with uh, when Drake put out Pound Cake. Everyone made yeah. a remix to that. Yeah. Beat, dude. Oh my Pound god! Cake? I'm not sure I remember that, dude. What the song beat There's that. Uh, there's that really good childish Gambino freestyle over Pound Cake. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Lil Dicky has a song over Pound Cake. Like yeah, what is it Russell called? Westbrook yeah, Russell forum. Westbrook. Yeah. Yo, are you doing any like? Uh, are you doing like any shows around here? Are like are you are you trying to do the scene in, in JMU town? Or are you trying to do it back in Baltimore? No, back like I'm here He's now. So I'm trying to yeah. So I'm trying to approach the like attack the scene here. And I actually like one of my like through mutual friends. Like I know this kid and his parents own the Green Turtle in Towson. So like I'm trying to do oh. some shit there. Oh, shit, we actually yeah. we uh we had a um a meeting with like a potential manager for the band who was gonna be also like a booking agent, but decided we didn't really want to take that route. So like I'm kind of. Again, like I was saying, like I just kind of am coming out of focusing on making all this new music to make sure like what I'm putting out is what I want people to hear, and then that's kind of the next step. Um, yeah. Just to kind of play at venues like Green Turtle over the summer, like I've played at Autobar a few times, try and hit places like that up. But then, like in the fall, what I really want to do is attack like the college scene, you know, and, cool. and yeah. play shows at uh, you know colleges where I, like I've you know friends all over the East Coast at different colleges. Dude, and colleges are so dope. People like, are so open minded to new music and like they want that new shit, you know, so they want to yeah. hear stuff that's kind of unknown and, but honestly it's just like i think a great market and a great time and a good place to play shows Hell yeah, um dude. so that's kind of the plan but if you I like was, book through the college too you get like decent money yeah, yeah. I, I do like i do like greek life too like yeah you wouldn't you know. even need that much like notoriety to do that because i think any college can be like dude, dude I, a show I book a yeah. monthly comedy showcase at umbc i didn't even go there but i just yeah yeah it's not yeah. good money Fucking sweet yeah. yeah. What's up? You got any like uh like the next video slash single to drop? When's that coming out, man? Um, so that that video I'm gonna do with Alec Nieberlein Neebs. Um, we're hopefully filming that like in June, like mid June, late June, 
and then we'll release that like mid or late August, or July, and then release the project that we're promoting with that video in August. Hopefully, is yeah, August. You doing right, that yeah, with Scott, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up yeah, in, yeah. New, York. Up in nice. New York. So we're like, I was literally just texting today, trying to figure out like the date that we oh, want to yeah, do it yeah. and all that, trying to figure out logistics. But we have like the song's already finished, and we have the idea for the video done. We just need to like get it filmed. You know what I mean? And put it together. Dude. So yeah, I'm excited. It should for that. be a good one because Scott's getting Scott's getting really fucking. Yeah, he is, and he's always been good, man. I watch his vlogs every day. They're so yeah, good, yeah, they're dude. dope. I mean, yeah, he's always making it, but he's he's I he's mean, gained can, like a hundred subscribers in the past couple of weeks. I noticed. Really? It's just yeah, yeah. He was he was sitting consistency, on like, dude. yeah, he's yeah. Like, he was he's sitting on like ninety two subscribers. Like when I was at the last podcast, and I like tuned in yesterday. Like I've been watching his videos every day, but I like just seen his channel. He has like one hundred ninety eight now. Yeah. I was like, oh damn, all right. Scott. He hit me up not too long ago. He's like, yo, check out some of the like podcasts I put or some of the videos I put up. Like I put your music like throughout them, and I noticed like the ones like when he's in Texas and like a few other spots like he yeah he uh put some of my songs from my last project on there which is pretty that's cool tight, dude. yeah yeah, yeah i heard you way. playing in one of the ones i was watching the other night yeah it's literally like a free music video honestly it's seriously he just fucking just dude, films this like you're popping again yeah dude what it's what chilling though respect man there's a kid out. there's yeah. a kid actually that i met on reveal who makes like video game videos and he puts every time i drop a new song he makes a video to that song Nice. And, he's, and he's got like 600 subscribers on YouTube. Nice. So like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. So he's like, that's a cool shout out, Trey. Are you doing anything coming up live? Anything like Me, that? Me, Laquan, and Chucky are just planning out shows at Ninth the Crown. Ninth District. Ninth District. Yeah. We're, we're planning out shows at the Crown and everything. We're actually talking about getting you. I'm all about it, up, it. Opening up for some. And yeah, stuff. that was one of the things I actually said to Laquan because Laquan texted me when I was, we were going back and forth about the show, and he was like, "We're thinking about putting a show downtown. You got any venues in mind?" And my, honestly, I mean, the Crown's a good venue. The next best venue, and I don't really go to shows downtown all that much, so I'm not. I don't claim to be like super in that scene. But I remember going to the eight by ten, and it was like the perfect size venue, dude. Like, yeah. if you didn't have a huge crowd, it could still look dope. And they had the bar right there. It was basically like it was almost more of a bar than a fucking concert. That's how venue. like the Autobar kind of is. That's yeah. what like when I was like trying to get shows before I ever played the Autobar. They're like, yeah, eight by ten or Autobar, like that's the spot to go. That's that's because you can bring around. forty to sixty people and it feels pretty packed. Now does the does eight by ten have their own speaker shit or? Uh, you know, I yeah, don't know. I would do. assume so. They're they're a main. They're they're a con. I mean, they're. Because I've heard of like CCLS and them going to there. Yeah, they got it. I mean, I can't imagine a place that's known for having gigs as their main source of attraction not having their in-house sound system. Because they don't want just any fucking dude coming around bringing his fucking shitty ass right, speakers right. Yeah. that he got. And discount. they want to have it like calibrated want, yeah. for their space. They want it the press. Yeah, I think that's something to look into. But you yeah. said you're looking at the crown and shit. And when's your next shit coming out, dude? Um, well, so I can retweet song. it again. <laughs> not listen to it. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to it, dude. Just after I retweet it. Um, <laughs> I I don't really have a set date on it anymore. I was thinking about dropping a mixtape for a while, and then I was just like, I don't have like, if I were to drop a mixtape, it would be one sole thing I would have to promote, and I don't have that many people to where it would be worth it. Yeah, so that's yeah. where I'm at right now. Too, I'm just thinking product. like like I just, have I have like twelve songs right now that I can drop right now, but I just need to. Figure out which one I want to drop. Twelve, dude, that's impressive. Promote them um, and, and well, you have a full album that you could drop if you. I mean, like to, three or four of them were like interlude kind of songs to where they wouldn't make sense as a single. So like, I would never drop them as a single, but I have like <laughs> I, I probably have like seven or eight that I would drop right now to be able to promote, like songs that I could drop like crazy or whatever I just dropped. Okay, so. Yeah. I'm trying to do that, promote them, and then once I get to like two thousand or however many SoundCloud followers, then. I'll make a mixtape of like eight songs and promote 
that with like a bunch of like you know pay that's a bunch smart. of Twitter accounts that's or whatever. Yeah, that's strategy, It's a smart. That's strategy. way to do it. That's kind of my hope with this project I'm working on now with uh, Neebs. It's a collaborative project, and it's cool. It's the first like real conceptual project, and like honestly, it's like we're not even talking about our lives in it. Yeah, it's kind of like a storyline, and we're kind of just being creative and pushing like our writing skills in it. Um, the whole concept on it is like. So basically, it's like eight tracks with an interlude, an intro, and an outro, which are kind of like not full songs, but still rapping in it. But basically, like it starts, and we in the first song we're rapping, and there's like skits and a narrator throughout. So That's what dope. basically we find the truth, we find the juice. It's like a, a common theme throughout <laughs> it, and basically, so we find the tr- the truth, we find the juice, and like throughout the song, like it's it's we progress, but like you know we start to deal the truth and the juice of the people, and people are enlightened, and people like are feeling it. We're making like mad money, but then we realize that like the truth is something that people need, the juice is something that people need. So like we start to give it out for free, and it's just kind of us Dude, having fun, and it's cool to like put our like heads together because like honestly, I don't know how it is for you. But when I'm making music most of the time, I'm like solo, you know? Yeah. And it's cool to yeah. kind of like work with someone else and like put your minds together because we have a similar style, but we're also very different in the way we approach music. Does he, Does Alex still do uh, stand up comedy as well? I know he's, um, I know he's like, he's getting more into like on like Snapchat. He puts up a lot of like funny videos and on Facebook, okay. but I don't, he, go, he yeah. hasn't done like stand up in a while per se, but like he's definitely like trying to yeah. approach the, the comedy scene. I was going to say, like, I've never seen him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the last time we did stand up was like three years ago, wow. to be honest. Right. But okay. um, I know so this is. You said this this album that you're talking about is the one that you've collaborated with Neves, and you said it's coming around August. Yep, that's the plan. That's yeah, right. and what, if everything you have goes a name, plan, you said you have a name for it, right? Or no? the so the name of the project is called Leaf of Truth. Live from the studio exclusive. <laughs> Live. Yeah. Leaf Leaf of Truth. Leaf of Truth. Leaf yeah. of Truth. Yeah. Leaf of Truth, folks. You heard it here so first. So is that like a marijuana leaf? <laughs> nah. Not a marijuana <laughs> leaf. Fucking much. Okay. Neves is actually sober. He's almost like three years sober. Um, wow. I don't really smoke weed anymore, to be honest. But no, Leaf of Truth is kind of like, you know, in alignment with... Um, <laughs> in alignment with just kind of like the juice and the truth and it's just like an organic feel and like kind of like touching on that you know we touch on a lot of like holistic things like low-key you know stuff like that so it's exciting it's just cool because like it kind of makes you it puts you in a different mindset when you're writing and it's like for once i'm not writing about like what i'm going through or what someone else is going through and it kind of just puts you in this like cool perspective and that's sweet dude. yeah i just want to shout you out so people can can hit you up this is uh juice bronze at Juice Bruns Music. If you're following 110% Juice, you're following the wrong guy. <laughs> you're following the wrong <laughs> guy. It's still linked up to my Facebook page, so anytime I post shit on my Facebook, it's still like tweets. Oh, okay, <laughs> so dude, you're people, like an evil genius. So people think it's still active. So like yeah, I, maybe shit. some people are still. I seeing noticed because I was really trying when I was like trying to figure out. That's why I had to text you. Today. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Which one do you do? Because you're. You stay posting shit on both. Yeah. It's just fucking weird. And it annoyed me. I'm not going to lie. It didn't annoy me. I was like, just confused. How do I fucking figure this shit out? But uh, no, I will say that 110% juice might be one of my top uh, top five best Twitter handles I've heard. I appreciate That's it. That's honest. It actually was supposed That's to be 100% because juice, but that was taken apparently. So well, one I did the next you... best thing. I'm like, I'm even better than 100%. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Better than that. 110, <laughs> that was the only thing. It worked so. out better, dude, because 100% juice wouldn't even make my top 10. <laughs> well, that's, that's good enough. That's honesty. I'm just being real with you. Eric, what you got, um, man? At Eric Glazer, across the board. Um, across the really, board, uh, folks. 
I don't know if I have any shows. He's got up. nothing going on. I don't feel like looking it up. Um, but yeah, they what can a probably dick. still follow you on Facebook too, right? Yeah, just everything's right. Juice Bruns music. I yeah. I had them all different names, and I realized like that just is so complicated for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that was too in the period of time where I wasn't like. 100% about my music. So I was like, oh, whatever. Like, But now you're 110. Now I'm 100. <laughs> and it's going higher and higher on the daily. So, yeah, yeah no. So it's Juice Brun's music for all social media, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Facebook. That's, that's tight, how, dude. That's how, that's how we set up the podcast. LFTS podcast across the board. Yes, sir. Yes, Brand. sir. Alex Follow Brand us on SoundCloud. LFTS podcast. Dope. Guys, uh, also, we have uh, Soleski over here. At right Soleski. Please follow at Soleski. S-O- He's dope, too. He's dope. U L and like like soul and then esky like soul like your actual soul like your actual S O U L and then E S K Y bingo guys from live at the studio I do want to just before we close up the episode this kind of ceremony it's sentimental for me really means a lot to me Ellis Fackler a friend of the cast you guys can check out on I don't know exactly what episodes now but he's on he's on episode episode four he's been on he was on episode three a little bit he's a good guy. Yes, he was on actually with you, and uh, you got me this. Yeah, you got me this cold sh- little like fucking shot thing of Fireball. And wait, and he waited till it got warm. I waited till I got it got warm because it'll hit I him do. faster. And thank you, man. Y'all have a great evening. Live from the studio next Thursday, 10 p.m. We're gonna be here with a mystery guest. Mystery to you. Mystery, mystery to, to us. us. <laughs> Goodbye, Peace. everybody. Switch to the logo. Hey, 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 hey. No toy, you know that we just started. Yo, thanks for having me on, man. That was awesome. Yeah, cool. For sure. Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah.
Prepare to lead the way, let the northern lights. lights. Used to feel left out, now I'm feeling light. This the type of life that got me feeling right. No, it's only right that I roll the dice and I go all in to the sky falling. Realize that this is my calling and I hope you provoke an emotion that's positive. I want to show the world that they got a lot to give up. No to it, you know that we just started. Started for us, I'ma turn into a garden. They don't see the vision, well, it's mine to harvest. Working, trying to get my ass up on the market. No to it. No to it, yeah, we find our way. Toes that good, I told you, boy, we just going gravity. Grass I made, I'm gonna clean it up. Love, we really need a son, need a son, need a son. Hey, no to it, you know that we just started. Started for us, I'ma turn into a garden. They don't see the vision, well, it's mine to harvest. Working, trying to get my ass up on the market. Like it's so like professional the way it's like set up. It's just dope. That's sweet, man. I appreciate that. Yeah.